0: My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul, the Phantom Menace, World Mortals, and also solo at Star Wars story. You're listening to Star
1: Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit
0: down. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the
2: Bounding Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you! Hello, everyone,
3: and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Ahsoka Part 6 post-show We're going to talk heavy spoilers for part six, far, far away. A very uh, classic nod to the blue scribe in front of every great saga film that we've gotten. Um, Also, was another uh, was was actually a title of a podcast I loved back in 2015 that uh, no longer exists. But um, yeah, we got a heavy hitting show. Well, we got like I said. Spoilers abound here. We got Thrawn. We got Peridia. We got Ezra. What else do we got? We got Shin back. We got Balin. A lot of like interesting little Balin tidbits there. And everyone in the chat, um, ask your questions, make your comments. um, Tell us what you thought of part six. Uh, We all know that part five was a historic episode in, in Star Wars. History, but what, what what is part six to us? I mean, it's it's the introduction of live action Thrawn, of course. Um, Jorge says uh, too short on YouTube. Maka says that's how you level up from the previous episode. Okay, so he thought it was fantastic. I really liked it. I got a lot of vibes from. I got some vibes like Lord of the Rings, a lot of yeah. Willow vibes. <laughs> um, coming across a little creature. Uh, very uh, reminded me of Yoda, Luke and Yoda, you know, but again, uh, said you have a whole tribe of the little creature, uh, the rock creatures there. Um, this Facebook user says an excellent episode. Facebook user said a uh, who yang? He said the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, he definitely yeah. did it. I never thought we'd hear those words in, in Star Wars, but yeah. Uh, Maka says, uh, I now highly await Sabine and Ezra versus Balin and Shin. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's going to be next episode. And uh, before we go any further here, I definitely want to uh, give a shout out to all of our awesome patrons. Maka's already here in the chat, purple tier Darth Ace One, Liam McCallion, Texas Vader 76, Chris Simpson, Kevin Leininger, Deb McCaffrey, Drew Peters, Zach Netzel. On the red tier, we have Fenrir 526, Amaya Morris. On the black tier, we have Maka, the aforementioned. Uh, Tal Tala, Nathan Shank, Evan Opeker, thank you so much. Um, this is the post show. We're going to talk all about this episode. Um, I'm thinking it's another monumental episode. I, we get Thrawn live action, like I said previously. I didn't think we would get Ezra, and we got him. We got Ezra in a different look, beard, longer hair, different clothing, My buddy Carl thought we were going to get Thrawn that way and different clothes, longer hair. But he seemed like he came back and he kept up his uh, dry cleaning there with his Imperial white uniform. So, yeah. Um, So what do you think? You started talking about it uh, previously. (laughs) So, yeah.
2: Let us have it, Ray. What were your thoughts? Okay. So I did mention before, like, you know, the witches. That's what I wanted for the witches. You know, I got, you know, from... You know, Clone Wars, um, Star Wars Rebels. Um, that's what I expected. Like you were mentioning, Lord of the Ring vibes. You know, I kind of, I kind of got a Helm's Deep kind of, where they're standing up, looking down from the castle kind of thing. Interesting. You know what I mean? And then when you see Sabine riding out, you know, kind of got a, uh, a vibe as well from Lord of the Rings. Um, but then also you got like, you know, those I don't say what their creatures or um but they kind of had samurai look to them, the way they were dressed. The bandits. The bandits. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was just so much to take in. I mean, even down to the troopers, the, the the way they looked, they were wrapped in red, they had gold. Uh it was just there was so many things happening at once. It was like trying to focus like focus on the background, but then focus what's going on. Um Yeah, it was just an excellent episode. Um, I like what, you know, Thrawn basically said towards the end where he wants to know about Ahsoka. He wants to know about her, you know, her master, all that stuff. That's like, that's Thrawn right there. You know what I mean?
3: Man, for a split second there, I thought we we're going to do another like, force flashback and, and yeah whoang was going to tell the story i thought we we're going to go way back in time i'm <laughs> like oh my gosh
2: yeah a huge
3: like expensive episode but yeah i mean they they kind of went in the in the way of what i think to be the future of star wars is going to be going to distant worlds different worlds meeting up with different creatures hey what's up josh boy hello nice of you to join us um yeah i it felt like something akin to what like the Ryan johnson trilogy would kind of look like different features different worlds exploring new things so josh what did you uh make of uh, part 6 Far. four let's far from? go i was
0: screaming <laughs> at the screen so happy this is all new stuff i'm so happy with it i was looking at all these like troopers going nuts new music new entire galaxy new planet like, all this new lore dump has got me wondering, really, if we're going to soft do a soft reboot of something. Because this is a whole new galaxy. We get, and There's already, like, raiders, and there's new creatures, and there's so much, like, to, to learn about this new place in Star Wars. And I'm like, oh, amazing. I'm so happy that we're in a place that's completely different.
3: Yeah, I really love the design of the Howlers. They looked a lot like the wargs from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. like a mixture of like a bat rat dog so yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah an awesome new mount for for star wars so jorge asks uh, are they all stormtroopers from the empire i mean you figure that they're all the suits left over and just repurpose with like the red for the night sisters and the gold for maybe like a new type of uh i don't know what 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 did the gold harken back to if anything the guy with the actual face
2: on his helmet felt like a re- very Roman type of...
0: I was like, that's awesome. Aspect. Loved yeah. it.
2: <laughs> yeah, He kind of reminded me of from the Flash Gordon, the one guy that was under Ming. Huh, interesting. The way his face looked.
3: The the mothers, though, they felt very, very kind of Dune-esque. Yes, the they voice. felt uh, yeah.
0: like a Benny Gesserit. I was like, that's yeah. really cool to add some more Dune reference in there.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind the pick and pull from the Dune, from the Frank Herbert stuff, because that's a uh, that's Star Wars tradition, and it, it's cool. Um, and to see hyperspace in a different light when you travel between galaxies, hyperspace looks different. Apparently, you yeah. see like different colors and stuff. I thought that was in, an interesting kind of new new angle on it. Um, looks oh, like we Craig have a Craig Five, five jumping in. Greg, what did you think of the episode, man? <laughs> I loved it. Oh, cool. Okay. I loved it. You kind of scared me there.
4: <laughs> no, I loved it. It was, to me, the the feeling that I got in a weird way is like the feeling that you got watching A New Hope for the first time where you're like exploring Tatooine with R2 and C-3PO you know, and you're in this whole world and you just feel like you're in this whole new galaxy. It really took you someplace different. Mm-hmm. I love those crab creatures. I love the wolf that looked like a rat. Thing. Every I loved it.
3: Yeah, it, it felt we were going in a brand new, exciting this direction.
0: easily my favorite episode of the series so far. That's saying far. a lot because last week was pretty incredible.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will say it's up there with it. Surprisingly considering, you know, we had Anakin last week. This is incredible too. I agree
3: with you. It was incredible. Nice, nice. So, Colin, Colin Weaver has joined us. Hey, where were you? We needed you earlier. Yeah, we had a lot of your fans on the pre-show there. You like, didn't oh. wait. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Both of
4: them were on at the same time?
3: Come <laughs> on, crazy,
4: man.
1: All two of them. Wow.
3: So, what do you think, Colin?
1: Uh, so the entire time that I was watching it, I just, be because I've been friends with Josh so long, I was like, this is going to be the episode that Josh probably is going to be one of his top favorites. Just because it's that weird part of Star Wars, it did dive deeper um, into the lore of Star Wars. And we got more backstory about Balin and Shin. And I really liked that because we're, because... As much as I love Anakin, don't get me wrong. That was one of the greatest things of all time. I loved But what's great about Star Wars is that it is just the new things that are introduced and the lore that is just added on to what we already know. So the fact that we got so much new content, different aliens, uh, which at first I thought the turtle creatures were the same uh, species as Turgle, and I freaked out for a second, and I was like, no, it's
3: not turtle." The baby kind of looked frog leg yeah yeah so like, i her-
1: um
4: to me they look like crabs
1: like
3: yeah, they so look her- like her- her- her-
0: steve
1: yes yeah <laughs> yeah so so i really enjoyed it just because it was a new side of star wars that we haven't really seen before but also familiar at the same time if that makes sense i and you know what this episode had a lot of
4: tension didn't it didn't you feel like this intensity while you were watching it that you maybe didn't feel a couple episodes ago. I mean, this one... Actually, the couple episodes ago was really good. The last one with Anakin was incredible, but it didn't feel tense like this. There was just this tension that I felt like I watched it. Like, I was just...
1: The whole time I was on the edge of my seat, like, this is amazing. So I can probably tell you why, and it's because of the anticipation of, like, are we actually going to see Ezra in this episode? Is this it? Is this going to happen? Now, I know a lot of people thought... Um, some people were saying as a joke that oh like of this next episode we are just gonna do like the trial of Hera on Coruscant and we're just gonna spend the whole episode uh there was but like, please no yeah.
0: please <laughs> yeah this is so- the this is the episode where I was like we are back on pace yes. I didn't feel like there was anything where I was sitting there like I didn't get answers to something that I wanted this is where I was like uh, like I was worried a little bit I was like uh, these crab people, okay, uh, like a little bit of things. And then I was like, wait, no, this is going to lead into Ezra. And then they actually show Ezra. It wasn't just an immediate cut. They actually get to talk. They get to reunite. I was like, great job. This episode fulfills having their time and spending it well. Don't so tell me like, that you did not like the crab people. Uh, I was worried that they would spend too much time with it. But they didn't. Okay. Because okay. Whereas I would say last week's episode, I feel like they spent too much time in flashbacks. This is an episode where I said, I didn't feel like they wasted any time, and I was very happy with it. Fair enough. I
4: thought it was an incredible episode. Although I will say, the one thing that was a little bit weird to me was Thrawn's eyes. (laughs) I I have to get used to them because it's weird seeing like I don't know. It's just a little odd. But he, his, the way he delivered and talked was incredible.
1: He was great. I'm telling you right now, if we got any other actor that went and did Thrawn. it would just feel weird. The entire scene, like any scene with Ron, if it wasn't the same actor as rebels, sorry Ashley. Been, what?
0: I said, sorry, Ashley.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, well, no, I also said that when her first episode came out, I was like, it's weird not hearing Ashley Eckstein's voice. So it's like, this is the perfect example of why it's good to bring the voice actors into live action because he crushed it he did a great job i was not you know kind of thrown out of it being like like oh it's Thrawn. this is weird it was like oh my gosh it's thrown he sounded like thrown he acted like Thrawn. it was perfect Had yeah no problem with it whatsoever and that's what i think that they need to keep doing you know of going forward when they bring stuff from animation to live action i know it doesn't work every time but at the same time you know this is perfect I had no problem with it. I was not pulled out of, you know, of the illusion of the show. It was like, boom, that is Thrawn. I am watching what I was watching in Star Wars Rebels. That is Thrawn right there. I had no problem with it whatsoever.
4: Yeah, I thought it was a great episode. And, uh, you know, it was nice to see the Night Sisters too. Yes. voice was like, you know, that kind of haunting, chilling voice that I was a little bit uh, disappointed that uh, Morgan didn't have. But yeah. I love that these three witches did.
1: I don't think
0: Morgan is your traditional night sister, though. She's a, she's a descendant from. What yeah. Know. So yeah. I, yeah, I mean, this is all new stuff, which I'm so happy about. It's like, yeah, how are they there? How are they still here? Like, what is the ancient temples and all this stuff? And I'm like, yes, this is. It's
1: so I'm so happy because it is like the weird, you know, not normal.
0: Side of Star Wars,
1: it's like we are out exploring. We are learning new stuff. We are seeing new creatures, new species. It was fantastic, and if and to be honest,
4: base
3: episode graveyards. What
4: base whale graveyards?
3: Yeah. yeah, those are the rings of the planet, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 How wild was yeah. that? Yeah.
1: Um, but to me, this is kind of 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 this episode alone because it was such like a newer episode and stuff that we're not really used to seeing is this is kind of an example of what we're going to see in the show skeleton crew um because of that whole show is just going to be the unknown we have no idea what's going to be happening we are going to be seeing new creatures left and right new spaceships probably new planets more than ever than any star wars show that that doesn't seem familiar because we're dealing with characters you know Again, that we've never seen before in that show, most likely. Um, except Vane from Mandalorian. Weird about
4: that. Uh, the skeleton key one is that the the skeleton villain key. is going to be that corny uh, space pirate from Mandalorian. I thought he Vain, was so corny. Yep. I was like, yeah. how how are we going to take him seriously? It's like bring it, it's Hondo. Kelly's like chasing the Goonies. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> you're not
4: going to take well him seriously.
1: That's <laughs> That's kind of the vibe of what that show is gonna be. Is that it is gonna have that Goonies, ET, Amblin Studio vibe?
0: Yeah, I sure. Yeah. Like, this made, is I this it was is kind of funny. This is new. Like like Skeleton Crew is new, but this opens so many doors for what new Star Wars could be because this is a completely different galaxy. That is something super valuable about this episode. And I was worried that it would just be they go to a different galaxy and it's just thrown on a ship. And that's what I was worried about. I was like, oh, okay, they're just going to pick them up and then dip back. But because we got so much of lore and world-expanding things that I'm like, I would love to spend more time in here. And this is, I think, that they will do something to where it's like we have this galaxy and we have this galaxy. We have stories taking place over here and over there. I think they'll do that because there's just so much stuff that is so new and interesting that I doubt that they would leave it.
3: Yeah, Zach asked on YouTube here: uh, Was Mother Towson one of the three witches before the Clone Wars? They trust like her, in my opinion. Uh, I didn't watch the show with uh, captions on. Uh, They never mentioned Mother Towson, right? I don't -hmm. think it
4: was Mother Towson. Did I? I don't remember what happened to her. Did she die or something? I can't even remember.
1: So there was a comic that came out. which is called the Son of Dathomir, and it and it was supposed to be a Clone Wars arc, and in that uh, in in that story, to really wish it actually made an animation. um You get the Emperor, Count Dooku, General Grievous, and Darth Maul, and Mother Talzin all fighting each other like that's in one bizarre. scene. <laughs> and what I said that's bizarre. Yeah, and <laughs> basically mother tells dies in that now a lot of people really haven't read that story from what i heard so uh, so a lot of people's like last kind of knowledge of her existence was in season six it was the episode with mace windu and Jar Jar banks and they were like you know kind of going on this w- 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 weird adventure and then she kind of kind of fades away but that comic book series was basically um like the ending of her but also kind of to tell you where Darth Maul was leading up to the events of the Siege of Mandalore and all that. So son of Dathomir, I would check
2: it out. What were you I, gonna say earlier, Ray? No, I was just gonna say when you were talking about Ezra earlier, even down to when they were talking about Thrawn's eyes, even Ezra's eyes, they got the blue, they had the blue just eyes, like they yeah. did from the, the series. Yeah. And then he even had the scar off to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: But I thought it was great casting.
2: Definitely,
3: yeah. And uh, Jorge asked in YouTube chat uh, is Ezra Aladdin. No, that was the big rumor <laughs> that that actor that played Aladdin in the Disney Aladdin film was going to be Ezra, but uh, he didn't get the role. It was uh, this actor. His name is I believe it's Iman Esfrandi. So yeah, he felt like he felt like Ezra. I mean, it. it I mean, that's
0: Space Aladdin.
3: Yeah, yeah, essentially. And it's kind of weird, though, because, yes, that, that Aladdin is a Disney property, and Disney owns Star Wars. It's like you would think that that actor would have had the better opportunity. But, I mean, hey, I mean, Feloni, I think, cast this guy personally, and he did a great job on tonight's episode. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I felt like if
1: we did not get the guy from Aladdin, I would just see Aladdin. So I'm kind of glad that I um, that we didn't get him. And I know like he was very relieved when they kind of did announce like of, of when that we came out, he was like, finally, I, I don't have to, you know, it's, it's not me guys. Cause of people kept tagging him and posting all that stuff, so
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's wild. So, okay. We got Thrawn, we got new hyperspace. We got Ezra, we got more, I think of Balin skulls kind of, uh, motivations, in a so way. Good. He, he really talked... Uh, yeah, Ray Stevenson again, he knocked incredible. it out of the park with Baylin's Killing bowl. episodes. And, really- yeah. Yeah. Same Every- thing with Shin. <laughs> yeah, we got to know a little bit more about his motivations and I, at this point, I don't think that he is pursuing the world between worlds, kind of like we all thought with this great power. He made reference to the fairy tales, the stories he was told as a child in the Jedi Order and it maybe it's something that we don't even know about that he's pursuing and they're gonna introduce something even newer and grander to Star Wars so that's exciting in and of itself but what is he looking for does anyone have any theories on that I mean what well, could it be
0: he says the beginning so I'm wondering so he can stop everyone from the constant cycle of fighting and losing and Empires rising and falling so what that is no idea I think he's going to try and find out where the source of the force comes from where it started and where people started to be able to use it that's what i would assume okay i'm not
4: sure i mean he obviously feels like there's some kind of power there that because
1: is,
0: uh, i know. think what they're gonna say is that this is where the dark side originated this planet
1: so that would be very interesting but also sick because that will possibly tie in the James the James Mangold movie that he's making which is kind of going to be the Dawn of the Jedi. So that would be like, you know, like hey, here's a hint of what's happening. We won't get there until my movie, but you know, here's kind of like a hint and then that will kind of keep us on our toes until his film would come out. Which would be the only thing that it is a little bit
4: confusing and what they're going to do is story-wise like, you know, Thrawn comes back and we have the whole stupid new for store thing going on. I'm sorry. If anybody likes it, but (laughs) you know, right.
1: Tell us how you really feel, Craig.
4: (laughs) Don't, don't bring it up. Don't say those three words. (laughs) I hate them. Um... You know, I hate that movie. Don't say it this is a good night we're focused on positivity I,
1: I i i i didn't i didn't say anything i didn't say anything but um but yeah no i man it was really cool to see new creatures it was it was fantastic to have thrown back um how did we feel about the reunion like it, it, did we think that it could have been better or do you think you know like hey that fits like I could feel like that was, you know, kind of a Prebles episode, which is basically what this was, because Ahsoka was in it for five seconds. But
0: <laughs> Hello. Wow, this, this mouth is really cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell me a Here, story. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story. A long time ago in a galaxy far, that far away. Cool that was pretty sick. I, I I will say I really enjoyed David Tennant saying that. And I think we actually... Heard that line in one of the trailers, and I was waiting for that to pop up in the show. So I'm really glad that we got it. Uh, but
0: I think that reunion was good. I, yeah, I like it because they meet again, they talk, they both have questions for each other, but it leaves it on, "Hey, we're gonna go home, right?" And I'm like, that's really cool in the way that they leave it because it's gonna be a whole big expedition exposition dump later. And I don't know if they're going to follow up on it or not, but I'm very curious to see where it goes.
3: Yeah. They almost kind of leave it like Ezra thinks Sabine arrived on her own ship and they're going to take off together and like like, like, happily uh, ever after. About that. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Thrawn's around. Night sister's around. So. Which is magic.
1: (laughs) I feel like the, the next episode will just open with like the camera pans and Ezra. And he's like, what? Like, (laughs) <laughs> Why earth would you do this? Like, come on. So I oh man, it's it, it's it's gonna be very interesting going forward, and I think that the whole series finale will definitely just kind of leave on Thrawn's back. Thrawn is back in the galaxy. That's that's gotta be it. I would love to see, you know, maybe a plot twist of where the new republic and then thrawn have to team up and fight someone else and I can't pronounce the species for the life of me. I know Josh has said it a, a bunch of times. Um, it's from Legends, the Zong, the uh, Zong Vong. Yes, yes. So that would be a very cool tie-in and, and to Legends, and well, that would also be a great way to bring something from the unknown regions and like to, from from different galaxies.
0: I want to know where that epi- like the season three Mando episode fits in of just them talking about Thrawn. So I'm wondering, because we know, I'm pretty sure that this series takes place in between like the ending towards uh, like almost into season three. The
1: yeah, one. so they said that that with the events of Ahsoka are happening during the events of the Mandalorian as, as far as I remember. Um, so I'm waiting for some type of mandalorian season three reference in some way um because which again how many of you are surprised that we haven't seen dinjarin and grogu at this point because we were gonna see him in this season i don't know
3: i don't know i just think technically they were filming simultaneously so they were on their own sets and projects but Felony, I think, was trying to help out with Mando season three, but it feels like he really concentrated on Ahsoka and was just kind of like checking in, like what <laughs> happened end to the day. you guys doing good? <laughs> okay, yeah. great. It
1: definitely shows, though. It definitely shows. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm. I'm just
4: saying. Not going back and watch Man- Sand- season three of Mandalorian at all.
1: Like, it... <laughs> I. So I. I enjoyed season three. I think there were a lot of great elements, but Ahsoka is very plot driven. And that's the difference between the shows because for the Mandalorian, you, you have that show is kind of responsible for building up this huge event. Right. And season three was kind of hinting at Ahsoka a lot of what was to come in Ahsoka you got that episode. You you you've got that first episode of where they're going through hyperspace, and Grogu sees a pergol. And I was like, boom, you know, that is a hint right there, yeah, of, of 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 what's to come. And then you know, you've got Moff Gideon mentioning Thrawn. So there's a lot of speculation of what's to come in the future. And honestly, it's going to be the end of the show. The coming out of hyperspace. The new Republic will end up getting defeated and then Thrawn is out there he's doing his own thing that's my first guess the second one is they have to combine forces and they have to fight a a, like something larger than themselves but
4: yeah Yeah, you know the thing is like okay so i think this is gonna lead to a star wars movie right like the ahsoka cast and everybody so Mm. how are they gonna get around the whole first order stuff is because this is still taking place before first order, and so it seems like kind of a letdown if this gets defeated and then you have this first order come after it. You know what I mean?
1: Well, my guess is that it's going to have to lead into the sequels. They are not going to retcon it. I know that was like a rumor a long time ago, but they're not. That they, there's no way that they would retcon it, especially with now they're doing <laughs> the 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 movie that takes place 15 years after rise of Skywalker and Ray's rebuilding the, the Jedi order. So my guess is the first order will, you know, after, after the, everything with Thrawn ends, that is when the first order will rise and Mm -hmm. like slowly rise. And like, and I, I, I could see at the end of the movie, like the first order is taking kids from their homes because that's how the first order, you know, troopers came to be is they were kidnapped at birth so i i I could see some stuff like that happening just kind of leading up to the sequels being like hey you know here comes force awakens get ready for it uh but i hope we just don't rush into it i hope we have more time with with other shows to kind of build up to that
3: do you guys think it's possible that maybe the Night Sister magic had something to do with Palpatine's somehow Palpatine return type situation? Maybe they aided in a way. Maybe to connect it to the sequels. Could be,
4: but would Thrawn want that?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think Thrawn loses, and he's out of the picture, and Night Sisters are left over. Maybe, and they're looking—they're leaderless, and they're looking to. May possibly resurrect Palpatine and help out with that. I don't know. It'll
4: certainly, be more interesting than whatever the heck we got. Right,
3: right. And we kind of spoke about it in the pre-show how Star Wars will, will do the thing of it'll confuse audiences. It'll make the audiences say, "Hey, look that that's kind of weird. It doesn't make sense." But then they kind of fill in that hole later on, years down the road, decades down the road. So. If you think about it, the sequels did leave openings for story to be kind of finalized with Filoni and, and the creatives right now mm-hmm. and in the future. So there there is that route. All the stuff that people have made fun of, it might come back around and they might fill in those gaps.
4: Well, Filoni does a great job at creating those kind of stories. So, you know, if anyone's going to do it a, a great way, I think it's him. So I'm OK if he does it. But really, I want them to get away from First Order stuff the most that
0: they can. That's fair. Something <laughs>
2: me, but you got Okay, so think about the First Order. You, you mentioned that you wanted to get away from it. But we never get explanation how it started. So do you think that Thrawn may be the person who starts the First Order? Because we never hear about him in the sequels.
0: We technically know how it ends for the Empire, for the Jakku battle
2: yeah or, the jakku battle. yeah but we've never really so are
0: we
2: going to get the Jaku battle
1: no because of the battle of jakku has already happened in the timeline um and you actually get to play that battle and the campaign for star wars battlefront 2. and those events is what makes the new republic actually exist so
0: no, after yeah, return of, of the jedi really huh I'm wondering where we're gonna go with this then. Cause... Yeah, because I mean, are they gonna, that's gonna re- already
4: consider that canon though? Like, is Filoni really gonna consider any of that kind of stuff canon? Yes,
1: yes, yes. That that game is a hundred percent canon. Well,
3: um, Filoni's gone back on like the novels and the comic books. I,
1: I, I know, but no offense to the books and everything. Retconning a whole video game is a well he rex on his
0: own show <laughs> so i mean technically he can
1: it's a good I wouldn't
0: point doubt it'd be for a game because he did what the show this so what Sabine's reunion yeah oh
1: yeah true well
3: he moved ahsoka the white from here to there
1: right but that was like a small thing if you move the I battle, move this battle Goku,
0: from here to there
1: <laughs> well then the, if, if you did that the entire game would not be canon and That's then th- and then that game yeah, would not I think be, that'd canon. be fine
3: I'm okay I,
1: with that. I, live I think action live
3: bad. action is what rules star wars, i i I, I, in the end. I know true. but i'm
1: telling you if they did that that would be a big a, a big mistake in my opinion i think that would be it, it it would honestly make no sense because if you look at this star wars timeline <laughs> books everything what i i'm just saying
0: he's very passionate
1: i i i am i am because of that that whole game that whole uh campaign for the game uh is in almost every canon timeline book and everything that has existed since the game came out back in 2017 so sacred
0: lore should only be live action
1: i'm I'm just saying i'm just saying i know that is like
0: but then, then they're going to – it's like, how did, like, Boba Fett's ship end up at Moscanada's palace? And nah, 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 nah. I'm like, this is just – I get rid of it. It's fine. We can rewrite it. We make something new. And that's oh. where I think they're going with it. Because
2: I, I, I'd be honest with you. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to do – like what you said, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna try to fill in those holes. But you got to think about it. How much percentage of Star Wars fans are gamers? There's a percentage yep. of Star Wars fans that are gamers. You got a percentage of them that are readers – who just read books. So they got to try to cater that within that window. You know what I mean? I know, think it's I such a
0: say. big event and they're leading up to some big battle. Why not redo it?
1: True. I don't think they, I and honestly, I think they would stay away from Jakku and do be, be, because again, that is already a, like to me, it makes no sense to go back and redo a battle that you can just go and play. I would want to see something new. Going back to a battle that has already been established, especially in the Aftermath books as well. That would make the After... Yeah, that would make the Aftermath novels n- not canon anymore. They're already they not canon. S- s- some they of change. it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they they changed the Cobb Vance story a lot. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're taking bits and pieces. They're not, they're not yeah. completely redoing it, but they're mm-hmm. taking little bits and pieces and trying to reorganize it
1: i just don't think well okay so this person so i need to clarify this uh is that the the new stars battlefront 2 and all the new games that have come out since disney has gotten the rights to lucasfilm are canon so force unleashed all those other games that little came out Star Wars. before yeah yes especially <laughs> are not canon but <laughs> Star Wars, but the new EA, Star Wars Battlefront Two, Jedi Survivor, um, Fallen Order, all those games are canon. And to me, it doesn't make sense to
3: take away a
1: big battle like that. Yes, they are!
3: Yeah, right, until they're not. Oh, okay. So, Star Killer, like, Force Unleashed stuff was never canon. So, the books since April 28th, 2014... Books, novels, video games are canon until yeah. they're not. Which right, we've we've seen evidence of that. Which I, I mean, it, we we talked about this at the beginning of our podcast that it's going to be a huge undertaking if they can keep that all in order, and it's just not possible. So we're we're seeing kind of the product of some that. hearts are going to get broken. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: clearly
0: mine. I just it's, I, to me,
1: I just I,
3: can't. I I would rather
0: have a new battle with Thrawn to be the definitive end and start of the First Order. Yes. And I would be fine with that.
2: Right.
1: I just don't think going backwards and retconning something to retcon.
0: Oh, it's annoying. Don't get me wrong. it's, It's an annoying process, but I'd rather have it than have like, you know, it just, I mean, never see a battle with Thrawn. Going crazy with all these troopers and like my avengers end game moment where like everyone comes in and fights that isn't the one in episode nine so i'd be very happy with that
4: right i feel like this is becoming a group therapy session
1: (laughs) pretty much is listen you're the one that is trying to unravel like of yeah i think i I think that's that, that that's what that person said Is like, listen, to me, it would just make sense to put it into a new planet, have a new battle. It wouldn't make sense to go backwards and just be like, hey, you know what? Let's tie in Force Awakens. Let's bring in this planet, this battle that we've already established. Plus, can we focus? No, (laughs) yes, yes. Actually, I will say that it also wouldn't make sense for them to do that because in Mandalorian, I believe episode six, When when Din Djarin goes undercover, they actually talk about an event that happened during the Star Wars Battlefront 2 campaign. So if they make that game not canon, then the Mandalorian is Uh, not canon. You're
0: you're talking about Operation Cinder. Yes. So, boom.
4: They can't do it. (laughs) What's up? I don't know what we have to do.
2: <laughs> no, no, I, okay, saying. Colin, I agree with certain, you to a certain extent. Colin. We haven't
4: talked <laughs> about Ahsoka in ten minutes, and this is—we just got off of watching an episode of Ahsoka.
0: I'm ju- I think it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a big question. And you know what brought this evil
4: upon us? Somebody mentioned. You know what? <laughs> and ever since then, it's been downhill, <laughs> off topic. Well, but no, it
2: happy. ties. It's going to tie in one way or another. I, I, it's I'm gonna very have curious to, to see
0: what the future of <laughs> <laughs> what it means for Thrawn to be back. This incoming doom or battle that we can all feel that's coming. I wonder what's going to come of it. And yep. how we're going to see that on screen, I believe, is going to
2: be the
3: movie. I think we so, got the title of the Filoni film right here.
2: Oh, okay, God. so today... I'm going to say it before it ends. I say First Order is going to be started because of Thrawn. So today, that's that's my theory. Okay.
3: So I think for me personally, after tonight's episode, it feels like Thrawn is going to be that Thanos-type character now. Yeah. Because beforehand, Thrawn from the book's Uh, everything that we got like what we've been talking about that's canon it seems like he's a different character than what he kind of is in rebels Mm -hmm. and tonight's show so it feels like he is looking to like overrule and rule over even the night sisters which i thought those were going to be like the big bads actually and thrawn was just going to be like all strategic like he's always been and kind of playing everyone
4: Yeah, so he's going to have to slowly take over, right? He's not going to just try and come over and start a war, right? Because he knows they're not prepared for it. So this is going to be something that he's going to have to take his time methodically creating and doing to prepare. Yeah. I don't think he's just going to come back and try and, you know, start a galactic war because he's not ready, you know? And he likes
1: to calculate everything.
3: And he still has to study Ahsoka. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where Hayden will come back because the Nice Sisters will use some magic to make it look like he's back, but he's not. And then they'll, you know, have some type of lightsaber fight again. But this time it will happen in the real. I mean, because we are dealing with with magic, and in Star Wars, magic is very unpredictable. So we are into a. Different galaxy, these night sisters, you know, have been on this planet for a while, so maybe they have magic that we've never really seen before. And maybe force projection might be that kind of like what Luke did in Craig's favorite film. So it's, yeah, so don't do it, (laughs) just
4: just you on track, don't do
1: it. So, so that is my guess on Ray. Step it up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that is how in my opinion that Hayden could have returned because um there are reports that that episode was not the only appearance that Hayden was yeah. going to appear as Anakin. Plus, there's a whole line in one of the trailers that we um that we hear uh a totally different line that we haven't had in the show yet.
4: Yeah, and that was from Tales of the Jedi, right? no the line reported.
1: i don't believe so
4: i thought it was from tales when ahsoka's being trained
1: it's a very similar line you're absolutely right but there are there was a couple of words that weren't the same i also thought the same thing but then i also had to try and think of why they would bring that episode and in, into it especially with the episode that we just got so I'm curious if that ends up being true, which I'm 100% fine with. How are they going to make that make sense? Like, of why on Earth would they bring that scene are, like, in? So, okay. So, looking at the show and where
4: we're going in the next couple of weeks, I think that Ahsoka is essentially going to have to bring Ezra and Sabine back. Right? Yeah. Obviously, Bron's yeah. not going to allow them both back on the ship. So, I think Ahsoka's going to have to rescue them.
3: Yep, Ezra's going to have to take another Purgle trip across now, the whatever. universe. <laughs> no, please!
0: <laughs> this Not- time
3: inside the Purgle. <laughs> uh, okay.
4: You know, as far as Shin, H- Hati, and Balin, and how would they get back? Ahsoka? Because Thrawn doesn't seem to even see any uh, value in them.
3: Unfortunately, I don't think they're coming back, man. I think they're going to get stabbed in the back by Thrawn... The Sisters. I think the final duel is going to be back between Balin and Ahsoka somehow, some way.
1: Uh, I think Shin will survive. I don't think Balin will. I just have a sense that Shin will want revenge. And then she will just kind of play that card of I want revenge the entire time. But then she'll realize that the dark side isn't her thing. And then she'll turn to the light side of the movie. I don't know. That's something I could see them doing. That's what they've done in the past. Um, that's what that's what happened to Rava. So it's just I could see something like that happening. I man, I really would love um, more Balin. I I love Ray Stevenson's character and the actor,
0: and it's big sad. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So.
3: Yeah, this Facebook user says, uh, I think uh, talking to Colin here, just because it's in the trailer doesn't necessarily mean it has to yep. make it into the show. True. It could hit the cutting room floor or it could be used as a red herring. That's absolutely. And then absolutely. we could actually legally sue Star Wars because someone just sued Marvel <laughs> for having red herrings in their trailers and I think they won. Not, uh, I, not
1: us as the Star Wars Stuff podcast. I can not stress <laughs> that enough. It would not be <laughs> us. I'm just saying.
0: Yes,
1: it would soul. be Colin as we an
3: independent. Legal yes.
4: representation. <laughs> No, no as Colin not. would have to be our lawyer. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, I have watched suits, I'm but, but no, I'm absolutely not. No, anyways, back on track. Um, look at that, we're so off track that Colin got us back on track. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, uh,
4: we must be really off track. Colin, man, I
2: missed this. I, All right, well, you're mentioning Balin. Yeah, did y'all catch the line where he tells that he trained her differently than trained he her better? Tra- yeah, he trained her better, I but he didn't train more. her. The- I trained you
0: too-
4: more, right? Is that what yeah.
2: Said? So it kind of gets me. He didn't really train train her in the Jedi way. I feel like he kind of tra- trained her in the gray area because not really sith but they really don't
0: want to say gray jedi do they yeah (laughs) Yeah. they really don't
2: but it's kind of it's basically kind of what he's trying to say because he's not saying i didn't train her a sith but he's like i trained you differently
1: pablo was very very heavy on that like he who was it that i feel like someone said that ahsoka was a Gray jedi or something at some point um kind of when she first came to live action and then Pablo just made a huge tweet of saying, like, that's not canon anymore. Stop
3: saying it. So, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. also had that impassioned speech where he's like, yeah. I work with Dave personally. And he said, there's no such thing. But it's like, you say it, but it exists. Of so. What you're saying is true <laughs> yeah. from a
1: certain point of view. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Oh.
3: Well, there you go. No, I'm just
1: kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, I am. I am very excited to see where the like of where this is going, and I know when people go and watch uh, Skeleton Crew when it comes out, everyone is just gonna want those answers of, you know, what's happening to Thrawn, what's going on with that, and then we're just gonna get a essentially a baby Max Rebo traveling in space with his crew. That's like. That's what the show is going to be, and people are just going to be upset that they're not getting Thrawn. And I hope the show doesn't get bashed because of that. Um, But you know,
3: yeah, we'll it's kind of got his work cut out for it now. Because I mean, we got Thrawn, we got Anakin yeah. back. It's like, what are they going to do? It's it's got to be a revolutionary new type of show. I know it's the most expensive TV show of all time. After second, yeah, yeah, yeah. After what show was it that they brings of power? Rings of power, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm yeah. That. That's Josh's favorite show.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, I'm wondering what we're going to do with that cuz we're here now with they're, they're setting up so much. I wonder what's going to come from it cuz yeah, like, dude, those those stormtroopers amazing. Loved them. Love the look at them. Love this Roman Empire feel. What what was that guy's name again? Like e-
4: not Echo. Uh definitely not echo what it was it was something kind of like that let's look it up yeah that was such a bizarre look right
2: as i was gonna say too did you notice it was kind of like their armor was cracked but it was like like put together with like gold like and patches t- <laughs> And tape, wasn't it? Yeah. Look like red tape. yeah, it looked like red tape, kind of, but I guess it was, I don't know.
3: Galactic duct His
0: is name it... is Enoch, and that's the... Ooh, from...
3: that's a character from the Bible, I believe.
0: Yes, the guy who walked with God.
3: Yeah. Mm. Uh,
4: yeah, but we... he's stormtrooper, so...
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's a head stormtrooper.
2: Yeah. That's another thing, too. Okay, so did I know we're, th- we're talking about the stormtroopers as well. The ship... When, of course, we last remember was crashed or not crashing but falling apart. But if we noticed, we didn't talk about it right now. Do you see how they did repairs? How it was missing engines and then yeah. all these troopers like were all those troopers still on the ship when all this went down? Because we don't see that part of it, you know what I, I mean? Think so,
4: and, I, and it looks like they repaired the ship with like gold and stuff, which was yes. really interesting.
2: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. I noticed <laughs> yeah. that too. But the trooper is definitely a, I did like the way they were just it kind of gave you I uh, don't say to it, to put it, put it into proper words but just it was different than when we saw the troopers when Vader was around you know what I mean like when they did the Imperial March mm-hmm. they were a lot different which was did, cool. it,
4: did it look like they were they had tape on the armor to you guys too the red yeah thing? it's the
0: it's the red
3: yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, it was more like sashes or fabric yeah. or something like from. Yeah, sister. probably like it was the same uh,
4: Night Sisters, right? Yeah, so yeah.
3: Enoch, right here, I just Googled it. Uh, Enoch obeyed the Lord and taught the people with power. He taught about Jesus Christ, repentance, baptism, and the Holy Ghost. Some people believed Enoch and wanted to follow the Lord. Enoch had authority from God to baptize. So he's going to start baptizing people.
1: I mean, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: That's really you have cool. to take your
4: night sister bath. Sure.
0: I've been really enjoying all of the the different, like especially the different costumes for this. This is becoming much more of a spiritual version of Star Wars, and I yeah, really like something completely new. Like even in this planet, the um, the armor on those like raider guys. I was like looking at the armor. I'm like. That looks like a Viking thing. That looks like a samurai thing. I was like, that's really really cool. Yeah. And yeah, I mean the armors of the new uh, stormtroopers look amazing. Uh, The ship being repaired, night sisters. It's all and like talking about witchcraft and I'm like, love it, love all this kinds of stuff. So we only have two episodes left, right?
3: Two. Yep.
1: Brutal. (laughs) Brutal.
3: And then the the long wait until oh, it'll be (laughs) it'll be like in the years. It's gonna feel like years, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so no. It's skeleton crew I, then acolyte, right?
1: Right. But again, we were supposed to get skeleton crew in in, in November. So now it's they gotta
4: stretch everything out now that there's a, a strike.
1: We'll have to see what happens. You yeah. know. But I'm still excited for for what's coming. I don't know what's coming, but
3: I'm excited. Yeah, what if all the troopers are like Morocco and they're yeah, just that's nice true. Magic.
0: I would be so disappointed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So the so the so Enoch's the voice
3: league. his his voice was different. It, it sounded traditional... like
1: Sam Witwer. Like it probably was. Probably. Yeah. Was, honestly, yeah. probably <laughs> was. Yeah. Wait, wait
3: what but, do you
4: mean Enoch's voice was different? Was he? It on was the-
3: very, very, very like Morocco, very Moroccan.
1: It, it no, David, that was a yes. bad joke. Oh no, boy. Okay. Yeah, no. Um point. I so there was kind of like an echo when like he talked.
3: Um
1: Almost like sound was,
3: wave from Transformers.
1: Yeah. It it wasn't like how the Nice Sisters talk and they have an echo. It was like the how when um you're wearing a helmet, but it was really enhanced. Yeah what did he say? Die and die of something
2: Hmm.
4: to to Sabine. Die quick. Die well. Die well or something.
3: Yeah. 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 That's what he said. He said die. Die well. I'll see you in hell. Yeah. Going out into the wastelands. I I wanted to say
4: this. Nobody's touched on this. The way Sabine talked to, to Thrawn was great. Like, she was not backing down at all.
3: Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, you. I've dealt with you before. You you ain't all that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. She wasn't,
4: like, anxious or afraid or anything like that. She was just right, like, yeah. I
3: don't
0: care about you. I got one person. Show me where they are, bro. I d- get out of my face.
3: <laughs> and I was totally expecting Sabine to kiss Ezra. And Ezra to be, like, taken aback. But. They
1: have made it very clear that they're siblings. <laughs> My blood? <laughs> they, no, they, they threw in, in that beginning. line in, in that first episode of, of of where Ezra is is doing his message and was like, I think of you as a sister. They like, threw that uh... in specifically because they want to stay away from any romantic thing. That is the vibe that I'm getting. But clearly in the show, they were Not flirting so much. A... Yeah, I.
0: I In the show, they were totally like, I know, there. I know. I don't
1: know what they're doing, and I'm just like, you know, Ezra deserves to be happy. You know, so sort does of Sabine. So I'm just like, it's fine. Ezra whatever. Deserve to be happy. Let's not. know. Wait, who? <laughs> uh, space. That, uh, I'm not. No.
2: Roll <laughs> <laughs> tide. Uh, Ezra. It,
4: you- Get on my nerves all the time on rebels. Oh my gosh.
2: Okay. So didn't I, the Night sisters seem to be threatened by Sabine to a certain extent? Didn't she get that fight? They
1: they thought that um they said that she smelt of Jedi. Yeah.
0: But they said that she is definitely something that is worrying towards them. Yeah. Not just because she's Jedi.
4: Yeah. But, but, but something else. Ahsoka. They knew Ahsoka was coming.
0: But cause the thing that I liked was when she's like, "I smell Jedi." Um, Balin looks back at Shin, like, "Are, are we gonna get in trouble or something bad yeah. happening <laughs> <Yeah>. to <at>
2: us?" <laughs>
0: and then they go for her, and it was cool because she's like making the line of like how powerful she's going to like be, or how powerful. That's what she I
2: took from has it. Has
0: potential to be, right, and I feel right. like Balin was actually taken back there for a second, thinking it was completely him who is far more powerful in this circumstance. So I was like, hmm, interesting. I really like that. Subtle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Star Wars.
3: <laughs> it's back for two more what? weeks. <laughs>
4: so what, do you, what would each of you guys rate this episode on a scale of 1 to 10?
0: This is my favorite episode of the season. I would probably give it a 9. I nine knew it.
1: I knew this was going to be the episode 2 for, like, Josh, just because of... Um, I feel like Josh likes the very interesting take on Star Wars and things that we haven't seen before. And I think that's why you really enjoy Jedi Survivor and, um, uh, and you know, all those type of stories because it's not your traditional Star Wars. It's Star Wars, but it's Star Wars in a different way. Ah, and, but
0: also people feel the same way. Every yeah. new movie that comes out that isn't a remake and is something original, people love. This yeah. is something I can see that has the potential to be new, original, and away from whatever the Skywalker stuff is, and I'm very happy with that.
1: I'm giving it a eight out of ten. Uh, I also want to point out the fact that to me this was kind of a tease of what uh, of what the Dawn of the Jedi film could be because were because to me even though we saw Stormtroopers and everything mm-hmm. it it it. Felt like a very different age of Star Wars. It felt not as traditional as we're used to. I was so glad to see Stormtroopers because we haven't seen Stormtroopers at all this season. But at the same time, they weren't Stormtroopers, if that makes sense. So I'm excited to kind of get into that new era, but at the same time, still feel that that familiar stuff. Uh, I loved last week's episode, but this was nice to get into into the new stuff. It was fantastic. Greg? I give it
4: a nine. Yep. I love the way it felt, the intensity of it. It was building on something. It was fun. It was interesting, new creatures, and obviously revealing Thron was great. Uh, seeing Ezra, um, the Night Sisters, it was great. You know, it's hard to say it's going to be like one of those ten level because like a ten is like luke coming in season two finale like that's yeah. a 10 for me you know what i mean so it's like I, I reserved the 10s for empire strikes back and you know what i mean but i'll say it's a nine i really enjoyed it and the whole time i watched it i thought this is a great episode
2: nice yeah. right
4: like the wolf rat <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. i was cracking up with the wolf rat i thought that was hilarious
2: I'm I'm going to still go with the 10. The only reason why I go with the 10, like I said, I go more... I look at more detail into certain stuff. So like, when Balin talks about where he, where he's currently at, he heard about it in the stories. So, it was like fairy tales. So, to me, I feel there's going to be more behind that. And we're going to get more story because we're going to... Because how many more fairy tales did they tell? Because if you... At the very beginning, he used to tell stories to the Jedi. Uh, Yu Hang would tell them. But in reality, are they all stories? Are they actually all true stories that were just told down Mm -hmm. from the past? So it leaves so much open to make your mind curious of what else we have to look forward to. Mm -hmm. But just overall, everything that happened, New Planet, the fight scene with Sabine. I liked it all. But I just liked that it opened my mind to think of things that could come. You know what I mean? I forgot about that Sabine fight scene. That was a great scene. But yeah, that's my pick.
3: Yeah, I give it a nine. Uh, To touch on that Sabine fight scene, it's kind of like when you're a little kid and you're thinking about, oh, you go on an adventure in Star Wars universe and you have a lightsaber that you can use. Maybe you're not necessarily a Jedi. We saw that scene tonight where she got ambushed. She used her blasters. We all love that from the original trilogy if you're from a certain age. But you also have a lightsaber to use. And she did that. We got to see that in in live action. Can I tell you what I thought was
4: going to happen? I I thought Ezra was going to come and make that cray dragon sound (laughs) to rescue her. I thought he was going to (laughs) come help her.
3: Wow. Yeah, that, that, that would have been very cyclic there. But yeah, everything from that to Thrawn's live-action debut, the new planet like we talked about, the new look of hyperspace, the, 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 the constant references to the Star Whales, I guess we're going to call them that from now on, uh, the, the Star Whale bone graveyard as the rings of yeah. Plydia, that was really cool. Um, it felt like they spent a lot of money on this episode. The Howlers, I love those creatures. I love the wargs from The Two Towers. This is essentially them. Yeah. And characters riding creatures is a stalwart of Star Wars. So we got that. We And we got... Did we, did we get a chasm, though, at any point? I guess World Between Worlds, I guess it counts there. But yeah, it's always people riding creatures, chasms, and someone always say... uh I of the frying pan and into the fire and Jason and basically said that, um, last episode. Yeah, it's, it, it's cool. The, the, the new look stormtroopers I'm fine with, um, seeing Thrawn star destroyer back with the, uh, with the uh, insignia at the bottom. Um, I think it was a great episode and I can't wait to see more and everything that Josh touched on the, the fact that, we're in a new kind of era. It feels like we're stepping into a new phase of Star Wars. So we're yeah. going to get new stuff. And we don't have to retcon anything necessarily. Let's just say all these characters were over here at that time when all the other stuff happens. And it works. It totally works. And that just proves that Star Wars is... You can't put a ceiling on what Star Wars can give us for the future. Because you can travel yeah. distant worlds and now galaxies. I mean... Who's to say we couldn't travel to different universes? I mean, that's a po- that's on the table, I think. Maybe, maybe in the far-off future, but, I mean, the possibilities, guys. The possibilities. That's This is what this episode has given us and yeah, has yep. kind of sent the idea of Star Wars into that trajectory. And I think we all love it. We all approve. And Filoni did it again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Can't, can't wait to see what happens next week. Exactly. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There you go. There Any me. predictions for next week? I still uh,
4: and somehow rescues them. I mean, it seems like a barren planet. How much time are they going to really spend there, unless they're trying to find whatever this source of power that Balin thinks is there?
2: They said three days. Yeah. So
1: uh, I. Th- I think my guess is, like, the last episode will... I mean, at the end of this next episode, Thrawn will escape the planet. And then they'll jump into hyperspace kind of back where, you know, of where they were when they first jumped. Or or they might go somewhere different. Thrawn might be bold and, like, try and run. Or, I mean, or he might go after Coruscant, you know. I have no idea why, but... Um, just another Battle and Coruscant would be very, very cool
3: <laughs> to see. Except so do you guys feel after this, there's going to be a definite season two, or do you think we're going to lead into the Felony movie after this season? I think, I think we're the movie,
0: movie.
2: movie? Just because of yeah. the writer's strike and actor <laughs> strike. season.
4: Because if they have another season, Dave can really show how Thrawn is slowly operates and, and creates what he's trying to do. If it goes right into a movie, he won't really get to delve into that.
0: Like, I would love for them to do that. I just don't think that they are going to.
3: Or maybe not even call it a and just call it Thrawn.
1: That would be cool to kind of continue off of his story from the books and we sure. see his planet and the Chiss and all of that. And then that could, you know, That's maybe a lot of
3: blue, man, <laughs> I, I don't
1: care. That would be pretty cool. And then that would hype up the, the, uh, the, the big Star Wars Avengers movie, which that movie has got to be three hours in my opinion. Like there's oh, so man. much ground that they have to cover.
3: If it's um, three hours, it's going to be like, they listen to the fans once again, Yeah, they did it. Luke, Han, Leia, Max Rebo, all of them just lining
1: up. You know, it's it's gonna be fantastic. If it was up to Colin, Max Rebo would be
4: the, the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon. You're damn
1: right! <laughs> <laughs> You're
4: oh. Not wrong, Craig. Oh, oh man. All right, Possibly everyone. So I've... I guess soon we'll see Thrawn taking over the new old new empire. Is that how it is? <laughs> <laughs> the new old new empire is that what it's called
3: he's the heir to the empire but I'd but like he's the heir to the new to old empire heir
1: to the new old <laughs> new empire that would so, be it's still it's the, the same the first empire order empire that's coming i'm <laughs> i'm grand edible throne of the of of the new old empire it's still the <laughs>
0: it's still the same empire it's just they have different fringes throughout the galaxy yeah. and I'm really curious to seeing on if he's going to meet everyone or the people that Moff Gideon was talking to yeah. in um, that episode of the Mandalorian season. Three. I think he
1: would just because of, again, they had the time, of the sequels. So, so they have to have um, general general Hux's dad there, like in mm-hmm. some way and, and stuff yeah. like that. Cause they didn't
0: say that was the first order. They just said long live the empire, but we right. do know that they go on to create the first order. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing where this goes. Yeah. For sure.
4: Well, great episode. I really <laughs> can wait it.
3: Uh-oh. Oh, well. Oh, maybe. All right. Podcast is falling apart. For Colin, <laughs> Craig Five, Josh, Retro Raid, my name's David. May the Force be with you. Always.